0: Hello and welcome to the Back to Basics podcast. <laughs> Did you just look
1: at this? I don't look exactly
0: what it was called. I almost say clever practice. It's our practice. 50th anniversary. I almost say clever practice. Oh, no. I'll start over. I'll start over. Hold <laughs> on. Hello and welcome to the Back to Basics podcast hosted by myself, Chris Seitz, emergency physician, and my brother Jason, a firefighter, paramedic, RN. And today is our birthday. It's our 50th episode. 50th episode. We've been doing this a long time. Actually, it hasn't been that long. It's only been like a year or two, and we've had a ton of fun doing it. So today's episode is kind of a celebratory, letting you know where we've been, where we're going, and we're and how we're taking you with us. <laughs> how we're taking you with us. So this is uh, so for those of you who also watch our content on Guardian CME for credits. Unfortunately, this is not a credit. We don't know how to convince Capsi that our fiftieth <laughs> anniversary is worth giving you credits for uh but maybe for our 100th anniversary we'll have figured that out by then that'll be a if you'd goal. like
1: to know more about me and Chris and our lives together and what we plan on doing with this podcast and you're listening to this podcast and you want to know what's going on with Guardian and you like our Q&A sessions here we are so we've done some Q&A sessions in the past, yep. and I think that this is going to be kind of similar to that, but it's going to be concentrated a little bit more on like the state of the podcast, like where where we're headed and kind of what we were thinking in the beginning, a little bit about our journey. Um, we get a lot of questions about kind of like how this all started. So I think it'd be a nice thing to clarify that and then talk about kind of what our plans in the future for the Back to Basics podcast are. Um, and yeah, a little bit about us. I like
0: so, it. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. To right now. <laughs> Stay tuned. This will be a short. And We're one. back. This will be a short one for you too. Like I said this is. Uh, I said we just want to again, sh- like Jason said, kind of share with you guys about where we've come and where we're headed, and uh, I said get you involved and informed. So you want right. to start? So let's start
1: with the beginning. A very good place to start. I like it.
0: <laughs> um, like any good story,
1: this started in the beginning. This started in the beginning, and I want to talk about kind of the journey so far. Mm-hmm. So first, why don't we? Why don't we go way back before pre B two B. Let's talk about basically how we even started working together. I mean, we're brothers. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, so but like, I'm just saying like... It's shared not parents. Like, well, yeah, it but was, it's not like we started Yeah, in the mines or something. Like we, we obviously, our careers merged at one point. Yep. So tell me a little bit about your journey and how you got started with me. With you. <laughs> okay.
0: So actually, so if you are someone who's listened to this podcast from the very, very beginning, we actually were a different company back then, technically. We rebranded halfway through this. Yes. Right. So Jason and I, again, so we're like four years apart. He's my younger brother, even though he's bigger than me and stronger than me and wiser than me. Wow, but anyway. You, yeah, you're welcome. No, flattering. absolutely. I'm not going to say that it's untrue. No, I'm, just gonna I'm not saying that it compliment is either. And say thank you. I like that. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so we obviously said grew up in a similar home to one another because we had the same parents. But we started working together actually as lifeguards when I was in college and you were in high school. Yeah, when I was in college, I was lifeguarding, uh, and then Jason got into it, and then we actually started teaching swim Swim and lifeguarding together. Yeah, that was kind of
1: my first foray into teaching. Yeah, yeah, it is. Swim lessons. I think for
0: both of us, yeah. So we were teaching swim classes together as well as safety classes because we were doing. The lifeguarding side of things that kind of evolved into we both became cpr instructors acls pals instructors we actually started our own cpr training company sights and sirens
1: and it was a play on lights and this drives me insane you know one of my closest friends one of my closest friends tom hennessy i'm just gonna call him out right now because he listens to this podcast he said to me I just got a couple weeks ago what you mean, because he's like, I didn't know the saying lights and sirens was like a phrase in EMS or like emergency I did not know gear. that. I don't know. And he's like, so I just always thought it was like your last name and then sirens. And he's like, I didn't really understand it. But yeah. then like so many people would come to our training center and be like, I'm here for seats and sirens. And it's like, it's supposed to rhyme
0: with lights. So it's sights and sirens. Well, so here's the thing though, is actually, if you remember, we were in my living room we, we, were, we were teaching together a little bit, making some, and we we're like, hey, we should like make a business out of this. This is a long time ago now. It's like 10, 15, 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, I hate that. That means. Oh, well, 12. All right. No, was so much better. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't out of high school yet. Yeah, right. No, you were when we started the business. When
1: we started the business, not when we started teaching CPR. No, no, we started CPR. But I'm saying when we started CPR, under under the, the table, cash money, right. come get me,
0: IRS. I dare you. <laughs> but no, when we decided to make it a business, I think you were still in college. I was in medical school. Mm-hmm. I might have already even been in residency. You might have already been done. I remember to to this day I will always remember. I should say this later, but I remember you
1: We had a box, a clear yeah. box. Do you remember this? Yeah, so it like, was like a say. clear box from Home Depot. It had like two mannequins shoved into yep. it, and then like an AED trainer and some like EKG cables and like pocket mm-hmm. masks and stuff. And you said someday people will look back and say or it's you said someday we will look back and say that this business our big, huge conglomerate business started in a box.
0: Yeah,
1: and now we I are. didn't really buy it. Now we are. I didn't
0: think it would be true, but yeah. it's true. I can't believe it. But if you remember when we picked the name Sites and Sirens, it was a joke. We were laughing about. It. We were trying to pick a name and for we the both company. Both came
1: up with it at the same time. Like you said it. I was completely ignoring you, trying to think of, think of names, and then I said it too. And we were like, ha ha ha, that's so funny. Yeah, and we were like, oh, let's let's
0: name it that. And then like, it got big. So we actually went from, and we'll summarize it a little bit quicker. But like, we went from teaching CPR to building a large training, national training program with AHA and Red Cross and a bunch of stuff. We had, at one point, like eight, almost 900 instructors across the country under our... They weren't like Sights and Sirens employees. They were... No, like, they were... We managed their stuff. Yeah, though. we we became the training site overseeing all these people and that sort of thing. So, that I would actually say that was when we started doing oversight stuff, right? Yeah. Educational oversight. Um, and... I think we then started the podcast. Oh well, well then we built oh. out an then we built out an r e m t n e. Whoa! Yeah. Wow. You okay? N e r m t
1: n r e m t. What saw is it how called? it began <laughs> and now you're gonna see how it ends. Chris live having a stroke on the podcast. <laughs>
0: so
1: <laughs> I'm like zooming <laughs> on his face. <laughs> uh,
0: no N-R-E-M-T, N-R-E-M-T Thank you. Uh,
1: prep program. So I was uh, I was working for. Uh, the fire department at the same time as working for the business. So I would get off of 24-hour shifts and basically go to the business and then teach all day. And Chris sat at home and managed all the money. That's not true. Oh, no, <laughs> I was in like residency and then... <laughs> oh, but no, it was a really fun time of my life because I was transporting... At my local fire department that I worked at, I was transporting to Chris, who was in residency at the hospital, Mm -hmm. which was really fun. And then in my in-between days, I would get up at, you know, shift shift was over at 8 in the morning. I would go and I'd start classes at like 9.30 as long as I didn't get held over at a call. And I'd teach until evening. Mm -hmm. And then I'd go home to my wife um, and then work the next day. And it just kind of, we changed that. And I I mean, I taught hundreds of ACLS and BLS classes in a year. And our little local training got pretty big, but then on the management side, that's most of what you did. You were doing so much managing of all these other training sites and centers, um, and that's kind of what yeah what got you doing that.
0: But so that's uh, where we kind of started teaching. That's where we started kind of doing oversight stuff. I think once the national registry prep program that we made started to kind of take off a little bit, that's I think I think around that time is when we started doing this podcast. So we started to say, "Hey, and what's right other way we
1: released it?" Yeah, so yeah. we.
0: Well, the NREMT program, the idea was we kind of wanted to
1: get out from under the AHA a little bit. Like, it, mm-hmm. you're very reliant on, like, what they set their prices for with cards and stuff like that. And we didn't really like the, I'll just say it, the pyramid schemey kind of model that the AHA yeah. has. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so we wanted to kind of make our own product and we wanted to do something. And I had gotten my IC license in Michigan. Um, when you're a paramedic instructor, there's a special certification, like, program you have to go through, uh, like, through a college and you get a instructor coordinator license so once i had that license we were like hey you know what like we've been teaching ekgs and people really like our acls classes why don't we try this prep program uh, and that's when we met jamie hans yeah so jamie Just behind Hines. the camera uh, <laughs> Come why don't <and> say hi <laughs> stick
0: your head in here so yeah so jamie we we partnered with jamie to create all of the actual content right so like we we had we had the we knew what we wanted to say we need someone to make it look good and do the video. So all the videos you've ever watched of us have been produced and done by Jamie Hans, who is now guardians director of marketing uh, as a whole, which is exciting. So from there, we essentially started a partner with, so I actually brought in a business partner, Joe Cooper, who owns some marketing companies and some CPR companies himself. We started, you know, kind of building these things together, but then about a year and a half ago, we rebranded to guardian because we realized that we were doing a lot more than just the kind of the EMS, Teaching and prep stuff uh, and more than just the CPR stuff. And we had an idea. So we basically rebranded as Guardian and launched our really what is now our business business, which is Guardian Medical Direction. So Guardian Medical Direction is a digital health platform. Uh, that provides medical oversight and compliance resources for nurses, paramedics, nurse practitioners, physicians assistants, doctors of chiropractic, basically any non-physician who wants to start and scale their own healthcare practice or business and needs to do so legally and compliantly and with the right medical oversight in place, meaning a medical director or physician collaborator, that's what we do on our platform. Um, And we launched that business in around October of 2020. One yeah peak COVID (laughs) yeah peak COVID and we and I remember when we did it we kind of said hey if we can get if we're overseeing and helping like a hundred you know nurses and and non physician providers have their own business and practice that we can provide oversight for on our platform we'll be doing really well Um, and by the end of the first year we had almost we had almost five hundred. And now I think we oversee six or seven hundred going into this year, six or seven hundred clinics across the country, uh, run by non physicians. A lot of lot of nurses we work with, a lot of nurse practitioners, PAs, a lot of EMS personnel as well. IV hydration, medical spas, telemedicine. If you can legally do it within your scope of practice, we can oversee it on our platform. Uh, and really, that took off so much that that has become. Kind of our our mainstay business. So what does that mean for our podcast, though? So we also have, obviously, as you guys probably know, we have Guardian CME, where we do continuing education through CAPSI for EMS personnel. We do our Back to Basics podcast. We launched another podcast this past year called the Collaborative Practice Podcast, which we've talked to you about, where we essentially interview other people in the digital health and, and healthcare care space. Talking about how can we come together as a healthcare system to really build something new in this kind of new digital age, um, and that brings us to what our plans are. Yeah, that's a pretty good summary, right? I think so.
1: Yeah, I think just a couple points I want to make. One, the bit like the switch from like sites and Sirens to Guardian. I think we both realized, one, the sirens part didn't make sense anymore because now we're going towards more, it's not just emergency providers. And, mm-hmm. and our background was an emergency. Chris was an emergency physician and I, or is an emergency physician. and I'm a paramedic uh, firefighter. So we worked in emergencies and we kind of thought that's what where our bread and butter was. But we suddenly started, especially once I got my nursing license and you started playing around with oversight of nurses and, and those sort of things, it, it just sort of turned into this, well, we're not. Always talking emergencies. Now we're now we're talking medical topics all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So the podcast changed a little bit with us, just based on what we wanted to talk about. Um, we did get the CAPS accreditation and stuff, so we were we can do that for EMS providers. But we wanted our education to be broader if we could. And then the site side of sites and sirens changed quite a bit too, because it's not really fair to call it sites and sirens when like. Especially, like, and I'm not going to look at him because it's, it's weird, but, like, Jamie is such a huge part of any of the content that you see. Absolutely. The only reason Chris and I are in front of anyone is because of how Jamie makes our faces look and how Jamie cuts the videos together and how hard Jamie works. It's not fair to call that Sights and Sirens. Yeah, you know right, I mean? like, no, absolutely, yeah. And as we started burning other people, like, key, key people like Joe Cooper, our COO now, you know, our, our sales team, our... Um, our Physician collaborators, even like everybody in our organization has been, it, there's, there's not just the sites anymore. It's not just Chris yeah. and I. So I think that's where it was sort of like, Hey, we need to rebrand this to be,
0: it's absolutely medical. Well, it's cool too. It's Actually, it's no I longer us, you know, and I like it better. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, it is. It's, it's amazing. It's come so far so quick because it's only the 50th episode too, which is kind of crazy, right? Yeah. And all that. But I also like completely missed over the fact that like during that time is when you got your RN. That's like when you became truly our, like, director of education across the board and stuff like that. So, like, I work minimally as an ER physician right mm-hmm. now. Obviously, like I guess I'm credentialed at lots of hospitals. I actually have license now in all 50 states as we're doing our medical oversight piece. But, yeah, a lot in a short period of time, which is yeah. pretty cool. It's been fun.
1: And now it's, it's full time. This is what Chris and I do. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our side gigs are now yeah. what, you know, our claim to fame is, you know, the got a paramedic nurse and an emergency physician, but really we're doing that a lot less than we're doing this now, yeah. which is uh kind of exciting and fun. You know, we've we've shifted from, you know, just providers and then educator providers to educator providers, overseers, businessmen. Like it, it's it's been a, a fun journey. It's yeah. pretty cool.
0: So, so let's talk about what we want to do. You are our director of education, yes. right? So let's talk about the back to basics podcast and where kind of as a whole, as we continue to expand out Guardian Medical Direction and our platform, Guardian MD, and providing that oversight and that really what we are setting out to do is on our platform create a gold standard of care in the medical oversight space. This hasn't existed, in my opinion. You ask 20 different people what a medical director is or should do, they'll give you 20 different answers. There really has not been a, a format for people to do that medical oversight really well and even to define what really well is in that oversight space so that's what we're setting out to do what does that mean for our education because obviously as a part of that education is tremendously important Uh, we feel we have a lot of great stuff that we can share with the audience that we've already created what is our plan as we continue to build out that platform of oversight to also provide the educational piece
1: Right. And I think that medicine is changing, whether whether you see it or not, medicine is drastically changing. We're shifting from just hospital based systems to individuals running individual healthcare practices like that. That is booming. This idea of someone, you know, knocking on your door as your doctor and coming into your house and and caring for you. We're closer to that (laughs) than we are to, you know, we haven't had that since the 1940s and 50s. Right. So like medicine is changing a lot. And we want to address that in our education as well, right? doesn't mean that we're always going to be talking about medical oversight and stuff like that. What we want to do is provide a resource to our audience, an educational resource, but that audience has expanded. And we're not leaving EMTs, paramedics, AEMTs, or any emergency providers behind. But what we want to do is expand this education out to be a little bit broader. And you might have seen it happening already. Our first podcast was a review of a call that we did. It was very Mm paramedic-focused. A couple in, we talked about diving emergencies. A couple more after that, we started talking about, you know, specifically uh, chest penetration emergencies. Everything was emergency focused. The last 25 episodes or or so, if you look, they are broader medical topics. Absolutely, they're still good for for a CE for EMS. But we want to make those good for a CE for nursing as well. Mm -hmm. Because I think on the education side, that's the way that our company can kind of give back to the community a little bit. We want to provide free educational resources to providers so that they can come, they can use our platform, they can engage with us, and they can get something for for being part of this important field.
0: And yeah. that is one thing I want to say, too. Like We very much believe that, especially in the healthcare space, there is a vacuum gap of high-quality standard of care education as well that is free. So now... This is what we're not doing on this podcast is saying, hey, now that we're bigger, we're going to start charging you for credits. Our goal truly is to continue to always make our content free. Now, whether we're able to do that forever or not, only time will tell. We can right now, and we're going to keep doing it for as long as we can type of thing. So even as we start to pivot more towards in, being more inclusive of all providers in our education, our goal, just so that our audience knows, is to keep that free. Now, how people always ask, them, well, how do you make your money? Well, we're not trying to make that much money off of our educational side, right? We want That's the, that's the way we want to give back and give that type of thing. Um, you know, is there a world where we start bringing in sponsors and things like that? Sure, maybe we'll see. But again, our goal is to make this free. So as we start to pivot to more of the, you know, trying to give nurses nursing credits for our content, trying to eventually even give physicians credits for our content, like that will be what we're pursuing. Um the content will pursue that goal as well as we start to like again continue to break things down to basics cuz that's our bread and butter that's what we're good at that's what we like to do that's how we learn we're not going to change the format uh, but again including more inclusive topics and talking things a little more broadly in healthcare in general and then again pursuing the ability to offer that as free continuing education that has even more value to you guys you know, really is really is what we want to do. So I think, believe it or not, EMS
1: providers aren't the only
0: people in the medical field
1: that need things broken back down to basics and explained in a simple Absolutely. way. I mean, and we already had such a growing nurse and, and uh, physician and non physician, but non emergency medical provider audience growing. You know, I, I want to be inclusive of them, and I we will still continue to give you the emergency perspective. We're emergency providers, so yeah. you're going to see an emergency perspective from that. But we want to make this education more inclusive, get it to more people, more relevant and and, and fun, you know, so Absolutely. that's what we're concentrating on.
0: Also, another big initiative we have too, I think is, again, as we, as we try to continue to build our platform from a true collaborative standpoint, meaning that we very much believe that healthcare can't change for the better until we all come together. And we don't just mean EMS, nursing, physicians, we mean the legal system. We mean the boards of medicine and nursing. We mean the pharmacy departments. We mean like, you know, I mean the educators, the patients themselves, like until we can all come together and start, we, we won't be able to build what we want to build. So as we pursue this more collaborative approach, I want our audience to know that we like very much want to pursue that in our content as well. So if you, if you are an educator, if you have content, if you want to, like we want to hear from you, we want to be connected with other people doing similar things so that we can all work together. So Again, it's it's if you if you think we might be interested, we probably would. So like I said, shoot us some shoot us, shoot us a message, make some introductions. Like I said, we really want to if there's another group out there doing something similar to us that you really love, we'd love to talk to them. We want to we want to do it with people, right? We don't want to do it in isolation just for ourselves. Exactly.
1: Yeah, so and then I think that there's there're certainly other educational things that you know, I'm required to do for the company. I work on our internal education when it comes to educating our collaborating physicians. And I work on our internal education with our, you know, our sales staff and our, you know, our uh, support staff. And so that they can kind of speak the lingo and they can understand that uh, we're building out education right now for our, the people that own businesses and are using us for medical direction so that they can have a resource and, and know how to do their job better. Um, a big reason why we launched the Collaborative Practice Podcast was to be able to tackle a little bit of a different angle where Chris and I can talk to people that are up and coming in the, in the medical space, and we can talk to medical technology companies, we can stay relevant, talk about those things, and engage in that collaborative side. Back to Basics will remain an educational podcast. That's our educational side when it comes to the podcasts, right? So Back to Basics will always be educational. It will always be providing, uh, so long as we can hold the accreditation, it will always be providing You know, EML. Uh, credits and hopefully very soon nursing credits uh, for providers that they need to get their continuing education. Because I I just personally think that continuing education needs to change. I think it's a little bit too hard to access. I think it's silly that people have to charge. I understand that organizations have to Mm -hmm. charge. We've been fortunate and blessed enough that we can eat that cost for you as a provider. And that is what happens. We pay for the credit for you. We pay CAPC for the credit. But uh, that's something that we're willing to do and we want to do because we really want to stand for this idea of free online continuing education so that, you know, you're already out there in the trenches working. You had to pay for your initial education and now you're sacrificing. I don't think you should have to pay for your continuing education too, right? Yeah. So we're pushing there. But big initiative right now is, uh, you know, trying to push for those nursing credits as well. So we can expand that out and get uh, get more viewers and, and build our community because we've been really enjoying it. I, I'll tell you, it has been... Very much life changing hearing from the audience. I when you when you and I started this podcast, I remember where I was in my basement when we were talking on the phone, and you said, "I just think that we should just try this out. I think it'll be kind of fun for you and I to do. You know, maybe we'll sell some more of our test prep program or something from it. But I just think it would be something fun to do. If I had any idea what it would turn into, yeah. you know, what I mean, I wouldn't have been hesitant at all. And because I was hesitant at first, I wasn't quite sure how it was going to land. You know, and it's it's hard knowing that you're going to be in front of people. You know, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah.
0: But uh, And that's why I, I mean, think you're so comfortable jumping into launching the OnlyFans part of what we're about to do <laughs> yes, in education yeah. now. Because you know that you'll that. get
1: really good feedback. In the 100th episode, we'll be discussing how this turned into a huge OnlyFans <laughs> business for <laughs> me. No, I think that like it has it has been life changing hearing from this audience and engaging with that audience It is certainly like one of the most positive things in my life is hearing from you guys when you say, hey, thanks so much for doing this. Or, hey, you explained this in a way that I understood it, because I don't think you guys realize like we're in a little tiny room right now, like Jamie's the only one watching us. I'm talking to my brother like we don't. We don't see you, you know? yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so to hear from you um, is such a special and, and exciting thing. So if you guys have the time and stuff like that and you want to drop a line to us, we, we love hearing, hearing feedback from you. And if you got suggestions for where you think that this podcast should go and topics that you want to hear or interesting, you know... Um, things that you – people you want to hear from on the collaborative practice podcast, things like that. We want to we be more engaged with the community as we go from 50 to 100. We want to be shooting for those sort of things. So expanding the education out, expanding the audience, engaging with the audience more, giving you more for free,
0: having and stay, more fun. And staying true to our core, right? I mean, I, I – to your point, like what's been f- super fulfilling for me as well is how much I've learned. Like, like taking yeah. it back to basics, like you said, every provider, every doctor, every specialist can – it's always worth taking it back to basics. You end up learning so much more. I've learned so much even on each of these podcast episodes, which is which is awesome. So thank you guys. Again, we appreciate so much your guys' interest, your guys' you know, feedback and listening, and we ask that you continue to do so. Something you could do for us is just share us around, right? Tell more people about us. Like I said, we want to help more people. We want to share with more people. Um, so like I said, let people know that we exist. If you want to check out what we're doing in the kind of that medical oversight space, you can check it out at guardianmedicaldirection.com and check out that kind of what we're doing with that platform. If you're someone who's trying to launch their own healthcare business or practice and don't know how to figure out that oversight piece, we've got your back. Um, And again, even if not, more importantly, I think though, is the education. So make sure you check out guardiancme.com for more content, more ongoing education, this podcast, as well as our collaborative practice podcast. Again, we want to engage with you more. We want to give give you guys even more. uh, And thank you so much for what you've done for us so far. As always, for another 50 episodes, stay sweet. Hey guys, thanks so much for taking a listen. Uh, If you are studying for the National Registry exam, we're here to help. We have a National Registry prep program uh, to help you pass that exam. Check us out at guardiantestprep.com. If you'd like continued education credits uh, for listening to our podcast or watching this on YouTube, Follow us at guardiancme.com. One hundred percent free capsy credits. Uh, no matter what state or country you're in, uh, we're here to help. So again, we thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a wonderful week.